0: I'm Marco.
1: I'm Lea, and welcome to Posted Talks. How are you, Lea? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a bit tired, but uh, later today I'm going to Lena's birthday party.
0: Very nice. Happy birthday, Lena. Happy I will birthday. Come also. And how are you? I'm good. Uh, in these days, I'm really inside uh, Snapchat. Um, <laughs> It's kind of new for me. Not new, but in Italy. Uh, and all of my Italian fellows will uh, hope uh, have the same experience. It's not a trend anymore. Was it a couple of years ago and now not anymore. But here is still something it's something that is super um, on point and people are using it so much. So I decided to download it again. And I was about to make... Um, my, my avatar and dress, my, my avatar. Uh, so I'm in this uh, kind of loop of staying on Snapchat and uh, dress myself. Okay. Do you have avatar? Do yes. you have a uh, Snapchat? Sorry. Yeah,
1: I do have Snapchat because uh, I'm a dime So I feel like I don't really <laughs> use it that much. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, no, I do have an avatar as well. She uh, has orange hair, as I do, and freckles, but mainly because I want freckles. I don't have that many. <laughs> and she's wearing this kind of um, LGBTQRA uh, t shirt, like the, yeah. the pride flag, um, and in a heart and jeans and sneakers.
0: Yeah, it really looks like you. <laughs> you, you, you guys so? cannot see it, but this is, she's Leah completely. Okay, For me, it was a bit more difficult, to be honest. Because it's always difficult with the avatar, with this uh, virtual fashion to compare to, to the real world, actually. Uh, but we have a super guest today to talk about uh, virtual fashion.
1: Yes, welcome, Rasmus.
0: Thank you very much.
1: How are you doing?
0: I'm doing okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm a bit on your side in
2: terms of being uh, tired, but uh, I have been looking forward to this for a long yeah. time. So I'm... Uh,
0: <laughs> I it think has it been will be a good. long time coming yes was like full of problem microphone but Enough thank problems. you so much for being here of course <laughs> and, to um, be. yes um virtual fashion then how how do you how do you see some cool way that uh, people can use uh, virtual fashion and how, how is this world developing so virtual fashion of course is
2: a lot of things everywhere you look where there is something digital, you will also find something in relation to fashion, I would say. Um, here at the design school, one of the ways to look at virtual fashion is through our uh, software, Clo3D, that we teach uh, the bachelor fashion students and the uh, some of the master students as well that is connected to fashion. Um, it's a really great tool for creating uh, digital fashion in terms of, uh, let's say, outside of the school, there is many many ways, and I think one of the things about virtual fashion is that it had a spike during COVID. It got much more popular because it was needed. There was no way to keep, to do usual regular uh, fashion shows as we know them. So people had to come up with uh, with another idea. Um, back when I finished my bachelor's here at Colling Design School in 2020, we did a digital fashion show or we did a website with videos and 3D generated examples of our of our clothes and um also in I think that was in 2021 I was working with a company called division in Copenhagen and um they was attending something called complex land uh this fashion magazine called complex that holds this usually they do complex con in Los Angeles but because of covid this wasn't an option so they did a digital version they called complex land and all the stores that was invited could then do a digital store that you could walk around in this neighborhood sort of and visit wow. the stores.
0: Okay, cool. Very
1: interesting. Yeah.
0: So this is this concept, it could be something related to try before buy or something like that? Definitely, definitely. Because when you if we take the
2: complex land example, when you visit the stores, you would be able to be redirected into like a, a digital version of the store where you could on your phone, when you turn around, you'd be able to see the clothing as pictured um, in the uh, in the store, um, not hanging on actual hangers in there. But it would be pictures around okay. the store. When you turn around with your phone, you would be able to see different types,
0: like how brands now are using virtual fashion to also change and uh, uh, develop further the the fashion industry. Maybe if you have uh, some 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 example something interesting that we we don't know
2: absolutely so I was looking for a great example for this because i wanted something that people could actually look up and find um and i have been following this brand uh, south Korean brand called root finder for some years now um r o o t f i n d e r if you want to look it up um they have a virtual hundred percent digital um room where you can try the clothes so what you do is that you go into it you tap in your data your height your weight you select the avatar you think that resembles you and then you can try on their jackets you can try on their pants and really really quickly you will be able to change the color change the size you can see it from a 360 uh, angle and uh, see how it fits this avatar with your uh, correct measures and I think this is like super, super cool because one thing is that you can try on digital clothes, but you they actually use the Clo um, avatars and also use the Clo to create these styles. So in terms of us from design school, this is a, a great connection to see how Clo can actually be used in another way than just plotting patterns.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, okay, very, cool. Yes, super interesting.
1: My only experience with the or at least a version of digital fashion and virtual fashion is from playing The Sims when I was young.
0: The first uh, metaverse.
1: Yeah, (laughs) at least in my world. Uh, How is this in in game world?
2: Um, So Sims is a very, very um, early stage of digital fashion, you could say. All the garments in Sims are pre-made. There is no option for uploading clothes afterwards. Everything is on that disc and that's it. Today, with games, you always have a, a digital version, usually at least, and you'll be able to update that over time. Um, and we see a lot of games, for example, um, that, uh, that is connecting with the, the fashion industry in different ways. Fortnite has been collaborating with different types of, uh, of brands over time so you can actually wear actual physical brands clothing in the game um, there's a PlayStation game called 2K, a basketball game, where you can also wear uh, fashion items from different brands in this digital world. So you can create an avatar that resembles you, not only as you look, but also in terms of what you wear.
1: Okay, mm. so you can buy a sweater from H&M and then go buy it online as well and make your avatar wear it as well. You can match with your avatar. Yeah, for example. Nice. Okay. I think
2: I think often it's more... High-end brands than mm-hmm. than maybe H H&M. and know H and M has a, also a digital place where you can actually try on some of their clothing. Um, but the brands that I have seen do this is especially like Nike, um, Adidas, Under Armour. A lot of sportswear brands has done this. Um, Supreme has done it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Gucci. I, I think personally, the thing that make me still doubt about the virtual fashion and like buy. Uh, online clothes, um, how can I say? Like, be sure about the product. The product that I'm gonna receive is more related on on the avatar more than the, the clothes in itself, because I think most of the clothes can change just about your body. As as also we we learn from our lovely Alma and and Lisa, how the avatar can. Represent you in a, in a in the more uh, perfect way, so then also you can see better how the clothes fit on you.
2: I think you I think you say some some really great things about the closer the avatar can be on your body, the better. If we go back to the example with Rootfinder, they have the height and the weight. That's it, and of course this is like an early stage of how virtual fashion can expand. Um, they're still doing something which is really cool, but of course if you will be able to put in all sorts of measures in terms of your your waist and your chest and the width of your arms and the length of your back and all of these things. So you'll be able to have like the perfect resemblance of you digitally. That would, of course, be the the greatest outcome.
0: Um, so how, how do you feel that the virtual fashion can be part of, of our everyday life? How, how can the virtual fashion be something like our clothes, our mm. everyday clothes?
2: Um, So I think a a way that fashion can be a part of of our everyday lives is, of course, that we'll be able to try on the clothes digitally. I know Gucci released uh, a feature where you can try on their shoes with your camera um, on your phone. So you can actually see, you can point the camera to your feet and you'll be able to see the shoes on your feet and how they they look. Um, And right now, of course, we usually put in our data on a, the avatar and then try the cloth on like that but i think probably in the near future we'll be able to maybe just have our phone in our hand turn it to our mirror and suddenly the cloth will appear on our body
0: you know that i was literally thinking about this because <laughs> came to my mind the um, uh, I- ikea app the yep. one that you can place the furniture in your house exactly. so i was i was thinking like wh- while you were talking i was thinking like What if there is an app that I can, like, mirror me and then see, or maybe someone else with AR can, like, make a video of me and then the the clothes starting appear on me?
2: I I think this will probably come sooner rather than later. Um, Of course, in the end, to try on your clothes, on your body, feel it, move around in it, is always the best solution, of course. But this is a very, very great alternative to the fact that a lot of products are being sent back and forth because it doesn't fit the way that you thought it would.
1: Mm. You're both a planet and a fashion designer. So talk more about that. How will virtual fashion impact this, the fashion industry when it comes to sustainability?
2: So in terms of sustainability, uh, of course, the program or the software that I work with is Clo. So that's mainly my knowledge of virtual fashion, at least with my own hands. Um, But with Clo, you have the option of simulating a 3D garment on a 3D body in a split second. Um, You can do rapid prototyping instead of having to do that in in hand. You can test out all sorts of things within a very few minutes. Um, You can change the color. You can change the material. Um, There's a lot of things that is much more efficient when you do it in a digital way instead of doing it by hand so first there's of course the opportunity to save a lot of working hours so you can produce more that's not necessarily a great thing for sustainability but it might be on the long run because in terms of us producing um, more and better garments there's also a way to eliminate the um, back and forth between the production facility so Back in the day, there was only an option to create the patterns by hand. Mm -hmm. And then you would maybe sew a sample by yourself or you would send the patterns to a facility that could sew your sample. They would send the sample back. You would do some corrections, send the new pattern back to them. They would sew it again and send it back to you. And hopefully you would say, oh, yeah, this is the one. But sometimes these go back three, four, five times before they hit the right pattern. And there's a lot of work in that because you have to correct it by hand. In Clo, if you want something to be one centimeter longer or one centimeter shorter, it's just by tapping the the arrow keys. So it saves you an amazing amount of time and hopefully it also saves you a lot of trips back and forth in the sampling process yeah. so you can send the the right one the first time.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Will this have an um, impact when it comes to like fast fashion that they can just... Spit it out a lot quicker, faster than they already are?
2: It's difficult to say. Of course, that's an option. With faster production, faster fashion, I would say. uh, That's a possibility. But I hope that the people who learn this, at least the the people who are coming into fashion now, me, um, people at my age, um, people after me on this uh, design school, they know a lot about clo. And they know a lot about sustainability. So hopefully they will be able to connect those two.
1: Mm.
2: You can't, of course, guarantee it. But I think a lot of the companies out there that still haven't implemented Clo is probably because they're a bit afraid of it because it costs money to implement it. It costs a lot of money to get people getting used to it and it takes time. So they would have to take a step back before being able to take maybe two steps forward and doing that in a small company with two people, three people, that's not that big of a deal. But doing it with a company with a 1,000 people, it might be a bigger deal. So a lot of these greater companies, let's take H&M, um, they might not be that interested in this because they might have a well-functioning well, w- well functioning, uh, supply chain already, well-functioning after their standards, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, other companies might be very interested in, in this.
0: Cool. Very very interesting. And um uh for people like me <laughs> that don't know zero about Clow3D, um can you maybe explain us how how Clow3D uh have been a game changer for fashion designer and for the basically how how does it work uh Clow three D? What what's happened when, when I'm gonna open the, the, the software? So from what I've been told it
2: works approximately the same as a lot of other 3D softwares, for example, Rhino. I have no experience in Rhino, so I don't know if it's true, but that's what I've been told. So I would say that it's very intuitive. Of course, there is quite a steep learning curve in the beginning, but that's how it is with learning new things. Um, But I would say that it is quite intuitive um, and it's easy to understand if you have a background in pattern construction already, if you have tried to construct by hand then you quickly get a sense of what is going on in the in the software but the amount of possibilities in there is the of course the same as you can do by hand but the amount of time you save is unmatched
1: <laughs> yeah i can see that and are there any negative things when it comes to virtual fashion
2: i think um of course there is um there's always difficult things with new stuff for a lot of people um and digital fashion is a fairly new theme um in the fashion industry and in the world so of course there is issues um as i was talking about before like the learning curve is a very problematic thing and a lot of company is saying no to it just because of that because they don't feel like they have the time to implement this tool because they have a schedule for tomorrow and they have this uh Collection that has to be done next month, and all of these excuses you could say to get it implemented, and then of course, real life fit is always greater than a three D version of a garment when you can move around in it and you can see it and you can, yeah, feel it.
0: Yeah, is is important. Yeah, upon of this, um, like when I think about fashion, I always think about hands on on the material on the fabric. Uh, uh, tactility, ta- tactility exactly. exactly. Um how how do you see um how have been and how is going on do, with this transition between fashion hands-on and fashion on Cloth 3D, for example? Uh, yeah, traditionally the fashion is was like going in the in the uh, in the studio and start like cutting fabric, try and all of this process. Now, with Clo3D, is completely another, uh, another approach. How, how, is, how did it go? How is going this, this transition between hands-on the material and Clo3D and designing, virtual design?
1: Yeah.
2: I would never take away the hands-on part of designing and working in fashion. I like that. I really enjoy that. But the whole part of creating a pattern... By hand, sewing a sample, adjusting the pattern, sewing a new sample, making sure that is how you want it, and then sewing the final thing. That is such a long process for me that I give up before I even start. So being able to implement CLO into that process, still connected to the physical parts of fashion that you want. You want to be able to feel your fabric. You want to be able to to sew it yourself. Um, I think to make cloth and that work together so you you buy your fabric, so you know what the fabric is, and then you can feel it in your hand. You can try to maybe drape it around your body so you get a feel of how the weight of it is and how does it fold around your body. And then you can try to implement that when you design your garment in Clo and design your pattern because Clo has a lot of different types of fabric that you can also apply to the garment in the 3D uh, software. So you can try to change the weight, you can try to change the thickness, the color, the material feel of it. Of course you can't feel it but you can see it and if you have the fabric next to you then I feel like that connection should bring you to a place where it makes sense. At least it does for me.
0: And... um and how how is it the body avatar in uh, in CLO 3D? Is like you can personalize it, or is like standard body body avatar there? There
2: is, there is. I would I think there is like ten standard um, males and ten standard females from the beginning with different sizes, different skin color, different heights. But you can adjust these to your personal needs. For me, I have an avatar that resembles my body figure like to perfection because then when I make clothes for myself then I use this avatar to make sure that it fits and then I don't yeah. have to yeah. do a sample over and over again but I mm-hmm. can make it first try
1: wow that's nice. yeah that's really practical as well and also sustainable yes mm-hmm. yeah
0: very 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 interesting all of these a very lot of, very a lot of information <laughs> yeah I think we have a lot lot of inspiration, actually. Definitely. I'm very, very inspired. Yeah. Very, very, very.
1: (laughs) It's definitely something I would love to try out. I remember once um, in um, my bachelor's, I did this project with a a brand called Just Beak Clothing, where we were making, what is it called, Uh, a tracksuit for them. And one of my teammates, they did it in CLO 3D and I, uh, or is it CLO or CLO 3D? You can say both. Okay. Uh, But yeah, we did it in CLO or he did it in CLO and I was so impressed, but I never got around to try it out because the school didn't have a license. No. So it's something I want to explore, I think.
2: But we have a license here. So not it's really. just about everything trying it. Well. Yes. Trying okay it.
1: guys, go out and try it. Yes. Uh, and it's not re- only a fashion design thing. Anyone can try.
2: Anyone can try it. I would I would recommend everybody to try it because it's really, really fun. Um and they are also leaning more and more towards textile. So as a textile designer, I would also recommend using it. As an industrial designer, you can you can if you designed a couch in, in Rhino, let's say, you can apply the textile through cloak. What? Something yeah, like this. <laughs> uh, Very good for me and Marco. So yes. I think I think every time you have something that relates to textile, Clo can be a, a component to use. Wow.
0: And oh, are you cool. the super user of Clo3D here? I am the
2: super user of uh, Clo3D here.
1: Oh, so if anyone needs any help, contact Rasmus.
0: Yes. Um, thank you so much, Rasmus. Yeah. I think it's also the time to reveal a fun fact of the backstage because this is it was a great talk, but the first 10 minutes... Um, I forget (laughs) to press record.
1: So we've done this twice. We have Um, post-its for you. Put down some notes or draw something that you feel like brings this whole chat together.
2: Yeah, this is is tough. I was thinking about this during the whole time. Like, what am I going to write on this (laughs) post-it? People
0: usually do. Exactly. It's It's the toughest part for everyone. Yeah.
2: Okay. I will go with something simple.
1: Yeah. Okay, tell us what you're writing.
2: Digital is the future.
0: Ooh, ooh. ooh.
2: <laughs> Spelled wrong though, but uh, that's not important. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's fine. This is only audio. <laughs> yes,
2: shouldn't have said that then.
1: No. <laughs> okay, thank you, you so much for no, coming. No, wait.
0: Would you ever buy um, a shoes, Nike shoes, let's say, in the metaverse at the same price as the real one? No. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much for coming.
2: Thank you for having me. It was fun.
1: Yeah, really fun.
0: Now I will go back and, um, on my couch and finish my avatar. Yes. But should Good we post you. it? <laughs> yeah, let's post it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>